You're listening to Welcome back to the Korean Drama Podcast. See you. <laughs> <laughs> it was Marvin, keep this in. Marvin, keep this in. Oh, oh. Secret Garden. Episode 18. Oh, this is Steve. This is Kathy. This is Kim. <laughs> oh, man. That was a terrible start. No, it was oh. great. It was it's like a I great crashed start. into something. Oh, while driving my uh, BMW oh. Z4. Oh, oh like yeah. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Yeah, I just spun out of control. Sorry. Yeah. I think I Is mean, that what happened? Uh, actually, that's a good question. We never really get uh, to find no. out, do we? Yeah, because I well, mean. The car is fine, right? We don't that's see the car. So, <laughs> hypothetically, it could not be. No, we do see the car because I don't want to oh. get ahead of myself, but I did make a note. Oh, about yeah. the car later yes. in the episode. You're right. You're right. <laughs> For the you're insurance, right. Pr- we're worried about the insurance premiums. We're re- worried about the insurance premiums. You know, mm-hmm. we're just we got to keep oh. everybody on track. I here. mean, if you spend episodes talking about loan and contract law and stuff, like these are the details we are going to be looking for. Yeah, yeah. precisely. Mm-hmm. And I mean, also, there's nothing else usually happening, so we're just like grasping at straws. I don't think this episode that's quite as true. It's like yes. we're a part of Richie Rich's family, worried about these kind of things, mm-hmm. you know? Micromanaging. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. So as we recall, last episode, we left Richie Rich and Grunge Princess in his car driving towards a storm, ostensibly to body switch so that Grunge Princess would be in Richie Rich's body as a healthy person um, and vice versa, but as a sick person. Um, John Mayer is pacing at home, thinking about how weird Richie Rich was acting earlier, giving him his stuff and wanting to take a picture in the last episode, and then goes to the hospital where early, but always welcome. Always welcome. Always Always welcome. Always. Yes. Hottie is back. Mm -hmm. He's here. Oh, and he is concerned. Oh, Always. my gosh. He is concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they realize that both Richie Rich and Grunge Princess is, have disappeared from their the hotel or not the hotel, the hospital. Um, <laughs> I mean, it looks like a hotel kind of because there's like no blood and no like almost no medical equipment. But. Yeah. And also, apparently, there's no people there because people keep escaping from this damn hospital. And I found it very funny when. John Mayer was like yelling at the nurses, not okay, but uh, not that's not the part that I found funny. But he was like, go check the CCTV. And like, it, uh, it appeared that no <laughs> one had checked the security cameras for the whereabouts. All day. All yeah, day. for the whereabouts yeah. of this missing person. I was like, what's going on over here? And also, like, if she is in a coma state, she would probably need a lot of um, medical attention. Yeah. Uh, so you would think that someone would be checking on her quite frequently. Right. At, at, at the very least, and this is getting ahead of ourselves and it's also not actually getting ahead of ourselves, but she's, again, only wearing the like pulse thing on her finger. She has no IV. She has no like oxygen. I mean, I, I'm not a medical professional or have any experience with this. So so maybe I'm speaking out of turn here, but it does seem like at least like you said, Kathy, that somebody would come in and check in on her 
Because I would guess that you would want to know if they had woken up or anything. Well, I think this explains why John Mayer has to yell at everybody to do the most basic things ever. Mm -hmm. Maybe this is why yelling might be justified. It's like, do your damn job. Check the CCTV. Why is that a new idea to you this time of night already? But John Mayer is also like ahead of everyone because he's like, I know what Richie Rich is planning and looks it up and there it's going to rain in two cities or it has rained in two cities. So he tells Hottie to split up. They'll um, go to each city to try to find John Mayer and Grunge Princess, but they don't have to because the oh, police yeah. found them, which is like, why did we waste all this time talking about the plan <laughs> if the police yeah. are just going to find I them? I was wondering, are they going to like split like paths and then like drive across country? Like, I don't know what that was about. Yeah. Uh, well, they got lucky. They got convenient. Uh, the police did their job and found them for them. Yes. And they are both unconscious, which is like, we knew Grunge Princess's body would be unconscious, but why is Richie Rich's body unconscious? Right. It was very odd. And then they like roll up to the hospital or, or, uh, 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 Richie and Hottie come out of the hospital to like go their separate ways on this like search for Grunge and Richie. And, the ambulances are there and like unloading uh grunge and richie and oska john mayer is just like i'm her guardian put her back in there and take her to another hospital 30 minutes away and then they do it yeah, yeah no yeah. one checks no Everyone one checks their and also like if they're both unconscious it really seems like they probably need to receive like immediate medical attention like in a location where they have like more machines, bigger machines, you know, like more resources than it's just in an ambulance. It seems unsafe to take them 30 minutes somewhere else. Yes. Yeah. Um, if I were to cut the writers some slack. Why? Why, why would you? <laughs> we already, there, we tried this. It's a piece of my own pants, actually. I'm, I'm oh. down to no, my own pants. I'm oh, so, Steve. I'm cutting off my own it. pants no. for, for them. My own slacks. Um, let's say grunge was sleeping and that's why when she switched into Richie's body, when they, when the police or the ambulance found her, found them, they were both, uh, unconscious. Cause we never really explored what happens when one person's sleeping while the other person's awake. Right. Mm, I guess, but like sleeping unconscious is different. Like I, I, then it feels like if Richie's no. Yeah, if Richie's body was merely sleeping, that when a bunch of sirens and like paramedics show up, then you'd wake up. Okay. So you shouldn't uh, have given them your pants. Now you're yeah. out of Steve, pants. And now you don't have any pants. Uh, damn it. Okay, uh, so, you know, this is it's a life lesson. Yeah. Well, so they. They need to go to the other hospital, though, because that's where Party Doctor is. And party I guess John doctor. Mayer, yeah, John Mayer wants her to be looking after uh, Richie Rich. Um, but she doesn't really know what's going on when they come in. She's still, like, doing tests. Um, she's as lost as we are. But then, I do. Sorry, go ahead. No, please. I was just going to say, I do want to see a spinoff show of <laughs> just how John Mayer and Hottie, like, are becoming friends right oh. now because they're, like... You know, they're like going through something together. Yeah. And I was like, oh, we haven't seen much interaction between the two of them, even I though I I think they're our favorite characters. I mine, would agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At they, least. They kind of work well together. They have yeah. like buddy buddy kind of like uh, uh, chemistry between them. Yeah. <laughs> you know I'm like, just, I'd love to see that. 
I just realized we haven't seen Richie Rich's sister in a while, and she was like oh, yeah. Hottie's best bet for love. Yeah, and, why, and and so why was she introduced? Yeah, so maybe a road trip to find her. Okay, and like well, push maybe her out that's of the, the way. Of that's where the spinoff flying objects because she's mm-hmm. like she attracts flying objects, you know. Mm. Right, <laughs> and po- possibly here's here's my guess is that his sister is with. Champagne Frank <gasps> and Golf Bro oh, in the God. Secret Garden. Oh, what, if, God. what if the finale is just like all the forgotten characters like have a surprise party <laughs> in I the would Secret so Garden? I love that. I would throw a rock at my TV. Oh my God. No, gosh. don't do that. It's I- not worth it. Steve, again, you're sacrificing I, I, too I, much I, from yeah. yourself personally. No more pants. No more TV. God. You know what, though? I will have to say, though, I did note that Party Doctor looked the most professional I've ever seen her this episode. Yeah. It looked like she wasn't actually trying to go to a party anymore. Um, And she was just like in full on work mode. And that's it. She's turned over a new leaf. Although you could still hear the click clack of her heels. The party party has to rest some days, Mm -hmm. you know? We've got to keep it exciting. Mm -hmm. Mm. It might have been like the Sabbath or something. Maybe. She is a Catholic, remember. She's a devout Catholic. Although she shouldn't be working then, if that's the case. I don't remember that. In her her office, she has like the crucifix and like Statue of Mary Ah. and all that kind of stuff. Rosaries hanging around. Yeah, I was like, huh. Interesting. Okay. Attention to detail. I, you know, set designers... Sound designers, you have to sit up straight when you're around me. Speaking of which, get one over on Steve. There was (laughs) some like crazy audio peaking in the next scene. Oh my god! When Italy mom gets the news that Richie Rich is in the hospital, oh Mm. boy, 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 yeah. And then right (laughs) after she yells at party doctor, she's not giving the sound mixer a break. Absolutely not. And I really hope that. Also, they gave um, the house manager co-star who we've seen before. I hope they gave her a bump for crying on camera. Mm. Yes. Yes, the, mm-hmm. the maid. Yeah. The big flower on the blazer maid. Yes. I hope that she got a bump for that because, you know, we, o- we only see her a little bit occasionally and yeah. she really had to do it. Mm-hmm. It's good for her real, you know? Yeah. It is good for her real. Yeah. Yeah, I hope she's got a bigger role after that. I doubt it. Oh yeah. <laughs> if we're not definitely gonna see not. golf bro again, she's done. <laughs> uh, but not. in any case, everyone's mad because no one knows what's going on. But then Richie Rich gains consciousness when he's in the room with John Mayer, but it's Grand Princess's soul, and they did body switch. Mm-hmm. They did body switch. <sighs> and then Italy runs in and Richie Rich is not being chill or Grunge Princess's soul is not being chill in Richie Rich's body. She keeps saying she's not Richie Rich and Richie, like asking where Richie Rich is, which makes her mom go crazy, just like with um, sadness, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he pushes past everyone and runs to go see Grunge Princess still in the coma. And Hottie sees this grunge princess's soul in Richie Rich, and he embraces her, and that was really sweet. But that also pisses off Italy, mom, because this is too much familiarity with what is ostensibly a stranger. Yep. Hugging? And 
this whole time, I was just like, why isn't Party Doctor doing something? Like, I really felt like I wanted her to be like doing doing more in this moment. And I guess like at this point, I don't really know what that what would be because like I was really arguing with myself about this. And I was like, I was like, oh, my gosh, like. Uh, like I was like, John Mayer should tell Party Doctor about the body switching because like that would clue her in because she's probably thinking there's mm. way more serious things going on right now. And we yes. find out later in the episode there are more serious things going on. But like right now, that would help her so much because she's running all these tests and she really doesn't know what's going on. And like if she knew about the body switching. But then I was like, yeah, but then if like John Mayer is like, oh, hey, um. Yeah, so Richie told me that he's been body switching with this woman. Then I feel like Party Doctor would be like, hang on now. What's this? You know, she doesn't, I don't think she's going to believe as blindly as I would that you've swapped bodies with another person. Yeah. I do notice they keep cutting to Party Doctor observing everything happening. Mm -hmm. So I do feel like the, the writers are planting for uh, the final two episodes somewhere in there that she's like going to do something with her doctorly powers. <laughs> I don't know what that might be at this point, mm. but I do have confidence that party doctor will step up and finally do something or piece something together uh, for the, the, the finale of all this. Well, not to get ahead of myself, but she's running out of time to like help. Mm. Yeah. But I won't get Although, ahead of myself. She might just yeah. be needing to go to another party. Yes. I, yeah. I won't get ahead of myself, but I, I do think that she, at the end, at the toward the end of the episode, I was like, this is nice. But anyway, I don't want to get ahead of myself. Well, the only other thing I'll say about this scene is that Italy runs in and like tries to pull Hottie and Richie Rich apart. And then Hottie like pulls Richie Rich away and looks like he's going to fight everyone. And I'm like, yes, 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 <laughs> yes, do it. Come on. Well, he I want to see it. He does start fighting the like two security guys that uh, that Italy mom brings in with her. Like he's like, I don't know what these moves are called, but he's like incapacitating them both. Yeah. And I was like, wow. I loved every second of it. Like that's what it means to be a stunt director. Mm -hmm. You can you're almost like a de facto police, just like take them by the wrist and bend them to your will. Well, it's but like I you know, like Chekhov's gun. Like, don't put a gun in your like on in the scene of your play if you're not going to use it. Like, don't put a stunt director in your Korean drama mm -hmm. if he's not going to do some stunts. That yes. is true. Mm -hmm. I feel like though Chekhov's gun. I like that reference. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like though, like. I don't know if you you all were ever interested in taking Taekwondo. And I honestly can't remember that I was ever interested in taking Taekwondo. But growing up, I think one of my friends did. And that's where I heard this. But anyway, like uh, when you're like a kid trying to get into karate or Taekwondo or something like that, like isn't the thing that they're like, yes, you're going to learn these things, but you should not you should not use them. Right. Like it's. It's only if if something bad is happening or there's like a reason to use it or you're sparring or you're in competition as opposed to like, you know, so it seems out of character for, to me for Hottie to like go off in the hospital. But I guess he's stressed. Yeah. He's stressed. Yeah, he doesn't know what to do. And I say go for it. But what do I know? I know. <laughs> you know uh, a lot. You're the audience. Well, here's the thing, because Richie Rich eventually just goes with the mom, goes with Italy mom. They go back to Richie Rich's place. And then everyone, including Italy mom and the new doctor who says Richie Rich is fine, leaves, but John Mayer stays. 
Uh, and before she leaves, though, the mom tells her Secret Service security guard people not to let um, not to let Richie Rich leave his own house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's funny that the sign of relief that the mom gets is when uh, Richie Rich's body tells her to go away. She's like, oh, okay, that's, that's yeah. that sounds like my son. Mm-hmm. Thank God. He's, he's coming back to health. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, have you noticed that no one has pillowcases? I didn't huh. notice that. I they just sleep that. on their like bare pillows. What? Whoa. Because you could see the tags of the pillows like in the hospital and in Richie Rich's house. Not in oh Grunge my. Princess's house though. In she the hospital? Pillows. That seems not sanitary. <laughs> you, y'all washing that whole pillow the whole time? Oh Every time? Oh my God. Steve, what can you Set say to director. this? What is happening? Because I have more. I have more gripes this episode. Wow. And I'm going to not get ahead of myself. You know, huh? Steve, don't get ahead of yourself. It, you, you really sound like me right now. You're like, I'm not going to get ahead of myself. Yeah, and I have I a know. lot of I have a lot of complaints. It's like we're body switching, perhaps. <laughs> oh, my Whoa. God. Whoa. Oh, my God. Meet Whoa. you in the secret garden. Uh, wow. wow, wow. <laughs> I'm drinking with champagne, Frank. <laughs> oh, damn. We're testing. Oh, man. Well, On my way. I got a little confused in the next scene because John Mayer, Richie Rich, the body wants to go back to the hospital, but John Mayer is very adamant that he stays home and he wants Grunge Princess's soul to think about Richie Rich's mom and all she's lost, it sounds like. Right? Oh, yeah. I just, yeah. T- I just took this as like, um, Old school John Mayer was having this because he does have these moments where he's just very, very clear on what's going on. And to me, he was just like, hey, from her from her perspective, her son, who has already been through a trauma, is now experiencing another like medical issue Mm. slash trauma. And because I know her as richie's aunt like i want to try to protect her so that she doesn't go into you know full-blown hysteria is what i took away from it Mm. yeah yeah exactly like he's like look nothing's gonna get solved immediately anyway let's just not cause a scene plus also remember you're not in your body so it's like what you think you're doing is not how other people are going to perceive it so which is yeah. a good which is a good point yeah. because they frequently are acting outside of the bodies that they're in and they don't seem to care. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like wearing masks. Sometimes you know, some people forget. <laughs> it's like, "Oh, oops, I thought I forgot that was important." Oh. Well. I keep having stress dreams where I'm like in a Costco and I've forgotten to wear a mask. Oh man. I just Well, at least Costco has like lofty roof like roofs. That's true. So that's a lot good. of ventilation. Yeah. yeah. Ventilation is the key, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, John Mayer goes <laughs> to the hospital alone and yells at Grunge Princess, who is unconscious, and and he's yelling at Richie Rich, the soul, who he accuses of thinking only of that girl, but not the family, or only of the girl and not the family. And he won't honor Richie Rich's choice. And if it rains, he's like not going to stop them from switching back. He tells them, which I think is all fair. They're all mm. fair points. Yep. You know. <sighs> This is this brings up an interesting thing, which is at the end of the last episode, the whole dramatic buildup towards the end where they're in Richie Rich's car. And then it's like the it seems like we're meant to believe that, oh, this might be the end of Richie Rich as we know him. But really, it's just a matter of, hey, if it rains again, then they're going to switch again. 
Yeah. You know? Or, or Oh yeah. If it because right? it does rain in Seoul quite often. Can, Especially yeah. in the rainy season. It's raining like every other half hour. You know? It's like, is it really that big of a deal? I mean, okay, maybe if we were to cut the writers, my last piece of fabric off of my boxers. Steve, oh, you're really Steve. playing like strip poker with the writers. <laughs> and you're you, losing, Steve. You're the only one playing it. And you're losing. Yeah. Let's just say that because we don't know what's going to happen in the coma situation, Richie Rich really believed that he might be sacrificing himself. And I'll give you that much, writers. Well, I do think he intended for Grunge Princess's body to die so that Grunge Princess would just live in his body forever. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Because he did think that, yeah, that she was not going to continue to live. But he yeah. didn't know all she needed was a heart monitor. She didn't need anything else. She doesn't need anything yeah. else. And just the finger heart monitor. Yeah. Just the little one. Doesn't even need an IV. She's not dehydrated. She's not dehydrated at all. It is funny that the pattern seems to be, uh, oh, my God, there's this dramatic thing that's about to happen. Matter of life and death. And then ep- next episode, it turns out, oh, it wasn't really that big of a deal. Because yeah. there's other problems to be had. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Well, also. So I don't know if you said this on air, Kim, but Hyunbin is showing his range. Oh, yeah. I don't think I did say. I think I was just saying that casually as a conversation piece. I love him. He is. He is showing his range because Richie Rich or Grunge Princess's soul decides she wants to go to the hospital. Um, The secret uh, service people won't let him, Richie Rich, the body. So Richie Rich, the body just fights his way out. And it looks like he's doing those stunts. It does. I've never tried to do a stunt before. Uh, can't imagine I'd be very good at it. But it, it's like, I'm very impressed. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he says he didn't hurt them. He like purposefully didn't hit them in any like important places. So they're yeah, fine. Yeah. But also, so then he's like leaving and the same housemaid who Kim, she got another line, so that's great. She did get another line. Yeah. You don't get a bump per line, but mm. that's okay. That's okay. Yeah, but the important thing is we saw her. She <laughs> that came, is important. She More came, for her real. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. for her real. We really need her real to stand out. <laughs> She's yeah. going to I, I want. I, I mean, I love her. I, th- I think she should. Yeah. Unsung hero. Unsung yeah, she hero. cried on command. Yeah, she didn't need the tear stick. She didn't need the tear stick and she didn't even have any opportunity really to like, you know, I feel like uh, everybody else has the opportunity to work themselves up in their giant monologue that yes. they have. And she was just like, boom. Mm-hmm. Yep. She I'm really crying. She herself there, yeah. Yeah. Very impressive. Mm. Well, she delivers the mail to Richie Rich and one of the pieces of mail is that long ass letter he wrote to himself explaining why he switched bodies uh, and that they'll be together in their imagination or whatever. All right. I really don't. I don't like it. It was just long, and we already read it last episode, and then they reread it again. <laughs> yeah. And, and it doesn't like, make any more sense this time. No, he talks about Little Mermaid again. And I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, come on, guys. Anyway, Richie mm. Rich meets up with Hottie at the hospital, and this is like my favorite moment of Hottie outside the shower scene. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> because Hottie says he stayed at the hospital in case Richie Rich woke up and he was lonely and I thought that was so sweet. Yeah. They don't like he, each other. He thought that Richie would maybe wake up, have more have more motivation to wake up if he knew somebody was outside the door. Yeah, yeah he was being really empathetic and, and caring to somebody who he didn't have to be. 
Yeah. He's mm. a good guy. Yeah. I do want to back up really, oh, really yes. quick um, <laughs> because this was the car moment. This was the insurance car moment that I was going to talk about um, that oh. uh, when grunge, the soul in Richie's body is in the car, the hood is up. Yes. Oh. So I was like, okay, the car is still intact. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I was like, is it, this is another moment. It's like, isn't this a red flag to everybody that like the hood is up on his car when like ev- he only puts it up it seems like when it rains and he doesn't go in the car, then he just like put the hood up, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, just for insurance purposes. You're right. Mm-hmm. I didn't remember seeing that in the background. Yeah. Yeah. What That's why happened? I, I felt a strange sense of relief. I didn't know what it was, but that might, might've been it. Could have been. Yeah. Well, Richie Rich, the body eventually makes it into the, um, her- I almost said hotel room again. Hospital room. <laughs> where, hotel hospital. Mm, hotel hospital. Where Grunge Princess is in a coma and they temporarily body switch back, which you know we hate that. We and hate it. We hate it. Grunge Princess promises <laughs> Richie Rich that she'll make it right, basically. And she's like very emotional. Fine. Okay. Late. I have mm-hmm. to pause here for a second. Yes. Oh. Script director. Script supervisor. Yes. Continuity. Oh. Problem. Oh. 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 Richie Rich, Richie Rich's body, while he's in the bed, his mouth is wide open. And then cut to next scene, his mouth is closed. What the hell is that? Uh-oh. That was so jarring for me. I'm like, what the uh... hell? Like, did nobody notice his mouth move? Oh, my God, he's out of his coma. I mean, that could have also been like an editing thing. You know, they could have maybe chosen a different take. Oh, my God. I just started Editor. imagining. Oh. I was like, okay, maybe, maybe Grunge Princess just like shut his mouth to be like, that looks ugly and unsightly. I can't talk to that kind of face, unconscious face. Here, let me just close it and then give you my monologue about Little Mermaid. <laughs> I mean, like, you probably would prefer to have somebody's mouth closed so it doesn't dry out. Right. Yeah, okay, okay. Then they would okay. need an IV because they would indeed get dehydrated. Right. And we can't have an IV because that makes it too hard for people to escape whenever they yes. want to escape. Okay, now we're really making... Slack out of the fibers of my hair. No, off of my legs. <laughs> That's a lot of hair, Steve. <laughs> I have hairy legs. Oh, okay. I, I have mean, some to go around. Sure. Okay. Well, I mean, you're the one making these sacrifices again. Kathy and I haven't offered no. up any slack and at all. Will no. not. She yeah, will not. Yeah. I just have this. I just need to know. This is one of the most popular dramas. I don't know of all time, but of, uh, definitely of 2010. And <laughs> I just need to rationalize. I need to find a way to rationalize all this stuff. Yeah. For, for, for my own sake, perhaps, in the end. I agree. I mean, I was listening to another podcast the other day, and they were talking about Korean dramas. And this person who was the guest on the podcast, it wasn't even about Korean dramas, but they were like, oh, what what are your top three Korean dramas? And I... I was like, yeah, I want to hear Secret Garden is one of your top three Korean dramas. And it wasn't because it's, okay. you know, an absolute mess. But yeah. I, now I have like an, a, like I have an interest in like what people's favorite Korean dramas are just to hear if they say Secret Garden mm. so that yeah. I can ask them why. Why? Mm. Why, please? Please tell us. I mean, we're having fun here, but. Would I watch this on my own? N- no. Not past the first body switch. (laughs) 
I mean, I would watch uh, the body switch was very fun. Mm-hmm. The body switch mm-hmm. was very fun. And then those three to four episodes in between, woof. Mm. Well, I think that like so much happens in this episode. We haven't even gotten to like some of the like truly bizarre things that happen oh, in this episode. Yeah. And so I'm not going to like spoil them and get ahead of myself. But I will say that like after watching this episode, I'm like, this could have been like three episodes and we could have cut out a bunch of the non-interesting stuff. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. that happened right in the middle. Like we could have spread this episode out. In fact, this episode feels so rushed. Yeah. That it comes out in little things in the continuity, Mm -hmm. editing, the set design. Because you know what happens in the next scene? If I'm getting, can I move on to the next scene? Yeah. Where John Mayer and Blazers are having a chat, mm-hmm. uh, drinking some beers, cheap beers, mm-hmm. and there's the, the the Greek stickers to cover the label of the beer. Of course, mm-hmm. those stickers are falling off the beer cans. Oh, because oh, of the condensation. Boy. It's like Ugh. they're sticking out. It's like a paper sticker, so it's like sticking out of oh, the can. Oh no! Did Can't... they must have rushed this so fast? Yeah. Can I also just say about that scene, what made me laugh so much is that nothing happened in that scene. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what happened. John Mayer. I mean, I, oh, sorry, please. No, 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 go ahead, please. Well, I just thought that maybe John Mayer is trying to explain to Blazers that they had body switched in a way that you'll understand. But that would be giving them too much credit because he really just rambles on and Blazers has no idea what he's talking about. And then at the yeah. end of the scene, she's kind of like, all right, I guess I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I mean, I guess maybe it was supposed to be like a moment of like, oh, yes, they are, you know, they're trying to rekindle their relationship. So like they're trying, you know, trying to share in this moment. But yeah, I agree. Absolutely nothing happened. Yes. Whereas uh, uh, just to to go back just a, a tiny, mm-hmm. tiny bit. Um, this isn't assigned to any specific scene, but I do think it's weird that no one is questioning the part where Richie stole Grunge's body out of the hospital to drive her into a rainstorm. Yeah, that feels like it should be at least a little illegal, right? Yeah, at the very least, like, they should be, like, party doctor or the hospital themselves where, again, so the hospital is should be concerned about how someone was able to remove one of their patients without anyone noticing. And I think it's also of interest to party doctor that her patient has removed someone from the hospital to drive them into a rainstorm. Right? Yeah. I agree. You you know what? Strange as it may sound, I do have some experience in a Korean hospital. And And you could just go in there and take anybody you like? I feel like... At least back in the day when I was, uh, I think I mentioned this, I was actually in a car accident when I was a kid, living my own Korean drama life Mm. and confined to a a hospital bed that whole summer. Oh my gosh, Steve. Had I been, it's fine, I'm alive. Um, Had I been able to to actually like run away from the hospital, I think I probably could have. Like. Uh, you know, there's only so many nurses and doctors to go around and they can't always be monitoring you and, and stuff like that. So like, you know, um, I guess I could give them my eyebrows. Oh, Steve, Steve, your eyebrows. <laughs> Come on, man. That'll take forever bush, to grow back. <laughs> it's like, okay, 
I could see why security so lax and maybe no one would notice these. I mean, not to mention the fact that, um, you know, closed circuit television video camera footage. Who knows if those are even like turned on and recording properly? Who knows? Yeah. I'll give you I'll give you that I, I I will give you and the the hospital staff, you know, they're probably very busy and, yes. you know, but then I find it weird that no like administrative people are not like think it's weird that like even just think it's weird that somebody came in and stole another person to drive them into a rainstorm. We really blew past that. Like he faces no consequences for that. No not even like a why, you know? It's not true. even like a reprimand from his mom who hates grunge, but right. like, you know, like, uh, it's just weird. It also, it just feels like sometimes in this drama, we breeze past things like the Christmas sale, for instance. Like, we spend mm. so much time setting it up and then we just breeze past it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, here's the thing, though. Dad Witch is back. Oh, my God. Dad the Witch. Dad the Witch is back. He's watching Richie Rich and Grunge Princess at the hospital through his flower wine reflection. I mean, where does he go? Where, where, what? Does he like <laughs> live on a different plane? Like, genuinely, I don't understand. Like, I think does he, he might, right? Like, he must have to live on a different plane. Right. Lots of questions here. Well, because I, then- is he in heaven or in that's another dimension? Sa- well, that's what I'm saying is I think he lives on a different plane because he's. He he no longer physically lives in the world that Grunge and uh, and Richie live in, and everybody else lives in. But he's not like, but he like is a witch that can appear sometimes, and then in this scene can appear in people's dreams. Yes, because they do start communicating through their dreams. Richie, Rich, and Grunge Princess. They're talking about eating a fancy meal at Dad the Witch's table, and then suddenly. They're there. They're like at the table at this fancy dinner with Dad the Witch serving them. Dad the Witch offers them more flower wine to drink. And then he reveals something that doesn't get talked about later, but he reveals that Richie Rich promised him something at the accident. Richie Rich does not remember what he promised, but yeah. Dad the Witch says Richie Rich still fulfilled the promise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know what that was. No, we don't talk about it. <laughs> either. I mean, I assume that it was something uh, like he would take care of. His daughter? The the family or something like that. Because like Richie was already very rich then, you know. So yeah. maybe he made like a promise of like, I like, you know, while while Grunge's dad was not doing well i would imagine in that moment that he may have made a promise of like i'll take care of your family you know because you Mm. saved my life that kind of thing but they don't say i'm making this up i'm i'm writing the dang show yeah they do not tell us more more questions on earth yes Uh, it's like for me it's like what was the purpose of all this why if you can do all this did you have to do the body switching? Yeah. Why couldn't you just let them meet over your weird magic wine? Or, right. It seemed. Sorry. Go ahead, Gabby. Sorry. Or just one body switch and then the wine. Why yeah. three? Yeah. Or just one body switch. Like it just like I was like, is this like an elaborate matchmaking scheme or something? Like what? <laughs> I got really like genuinely. I was like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> Korean yeah. parents would sometimes go through those extremes if they could. Body switch you and how does he make this magic? 
Yeah. And where does the Very wine come from? Yeah. And also, why would Richie, even in a dream, why would Richie drink the wine when he wants to permanently be swapped with Grunge's body? Well, I thought that maybe they would stay switched because the dad is like, this is the end of my magic. Now you guys have to create your own. And then full on disappears without answering Mm -hmm. any of our questions. And they drink it. And then they are at home or Richie Rich is at home. Grunge Princess is at the hospital. I thought they were going to be like well you're stuck there but they both wake up at the same time in their correct bodies right and then there's rose petals yes which they just don't happen to notice as they run out of their respective rooms yeah they do not talk about the rose petals (laughs) i mean i'm tired from talking about yes (laughs) that's wild because we have to figure it out we're like detectives in this Korean drama were like figuring out what everything means. Right. And it would have been more interesting, again, if we had spent all of the middle five episodes that were absolutely of no substance, if we had instead stretched this episode into those five episodes, you know, then then it would be, be more fulfilling. Yes. Because I feel like we're barely able to register that the magic is done when Richie Rich sees John Mayer, he's in his own body, so he's cool. And then it's revealed to us because he's asking about his friends in the elevator accident that he has now had memory loss from the time of his accident up to the present. Yes. What? Really a lot going on. And I think that that's an interesting writing character choice. I do think that's an interesting writing and character choice, but it's just this so... We're on, what episode was this? 18? 17? <clears throat> 18. This was 18. Yeah. I mean, we're we're really like, th- there could have been much more to explore here, you know. Yes. If I were to note this script, which no one asks me to do, I'm not a television writer, I would just be like, let's, you know, we could have moved all of this up. You know what their strategy is, I realize? Hmm. It's like you're juggling one ball, easy, two balls, a little bit harder, three balls. Starts to get challenging. You know what? Four, five, six. They keep tossing balls at us to juggle that we're going to end up dropping like the first couple ones and like, just focus on the new ones that keep getting tossed at us. And then they're hoping that through the barrage of balls that keep tossing at us, we're just not even going to care about the other ones that, are, that have fallen off to the wayside. Yeah. And some of the balls they're throwing at us are really boring. <laughs> <laughs> so boring. Yeah. Uh, they're like, here's an orange. And you're like, Nuh-uh. we don't need it. Yeah. <laughs> well, so John Mayer meets Party Doctor for coffee. And Party Doctor is not concerned with this memory loss. Um, she thinks it's just mental shock. and But in here, the writers, it feels like they're just making up their own rules as it goes along because he remembers most of the accident, Richie Rich does, but he does not remember the fireman who saved him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's like, mm-hmm. <sighs> whatever, fine. Let, let's say that's because if I were to give... What else? Are there? <sighs> uh... I don't know. I'll find. Steve, you got to start giving, yeah, giving away stuff in your apartment. The lint in my pocket. Okay. The fibers of the lint. Let's just say that it was Richie Rich doesn't remember the the, uh, Grunge's dad, the fireman who saved them, because uh, it's a consequence of of the dream sequence where the dad's like, "You can forget me," Mm. um, and this is the end of the magic, and that's it. Boom! Hocus pocus. Go back to your life. Right, but do you think that he intentionally wiped all of Richie's memory or do you think that was maybe just a mistake? I mean, we're never going to know, but like, do you think that he meant to put them back in the right 
you know, in the right time and in, in, in doing his witch wine magic, he was like, oh, oops, I accidentally deleted his memory. I, I you know what? I have no idea. I do want to say something about it, but I'm not going to get ahead of myself <gasps> oh, because that oh. opens up a whole other can of worms that I am creeped out about. But Ooh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. But I do want to say, though, um, what is it? I have a note here uh, about, I think, anytime a grunge princess is in her hospital gown and she's wearing like the Adidas slides sandals, mm. that is like the classic Korean uniform there, the slide sandals. That's where, if you have a sandal, that's what it is. It's going to be an Adidas slide in that <gasps> navy blue and white stripe um, style. Wow. Well, I guess I'll I'll get some so that yes. I, I want to yeah. be Korean. So I'll that'll get up some. your Korean percentage by fifteen percent. Fifteen. That's not that much. Fifteen. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> but like that's a fifteen percent that you could just buy. Yes. Like yes. you know, you don't have to do a Duolingo. You know, you don't have to like mm-hmm. try. You know, that's you true. Just, minimal effort. Minimal effort. Yeah, minimal right. effort. Fifteen percent. That's pretty mm-hmm. good. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Fifteen yeah. percent. Not bad. <laughs> I'm into it. Jumping back really quick mm-hmm. though, um, to to where to where John Mayer and Party Doctor are having coffee. I thought it was really funny at the end, just as a complete throwaway, that he was like, Can you pay for my coffee? Because I forgot my wallet and I told them that you would pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> Which is also really funny because he seems like he's extremely famous. His face is on, you know, on the <laughs> mall. You would think. I, listen, I was a barista for, I don't know, a really long time, eight years, 10 years. I don't know. I've been, I worked at coffee for a really long time. And if somebody, if somebody is, first of all, if anybody came in and was like, I forgot my wallet, I'm just like, that's, it, you know, it's not a big deal. But especially if it's like a really like well-known person that I would likely be a fan of, I'd be like, it would be my honor to pay the $2 to buy you a coffee sir yeah you'd find some way to comp it at least the manager yeah. would probably be totally okay with like hey just give this celebrity a yeah. free coffee you know which is crazy because i don't want to take your job steven get on the script supervisor's back <laughs> oh, but here we go take they, it take it they do okay so they're having this scene in the cafe quick cut to grunge princess grabbing a cab to richie rich's house right whatever inconsequential we cut back to john mayer and uh party doctor and they're coming down the stairs inside Richie Rich's house. So they're not like entering as if they had returned from the coffee shop. It looks like they're descending from the coffee shop within Richie Rich's house down to the living room. Continuity is not great. Yeah. I noticed that too. And and, but my thought instead of continuity was just like, huh, I I guess the entrance is from up there too. Maybe. That's maybe i'll give them the benefit of the doubt there maybe i don't know that that's true i think that my brain from watching the show is just so used to being like sure i'll patch this hole whatever (laughs) yeah i don't care well something uh, john mayer is talking to richie rich the party doctor leaves but um richie rich negs john mayer in what i thought was a very funny way he because he's like oh okay so you're 36 and i'm 34 well, you definitely look 36, but I don't look 34. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I thought that was uh, just so him, like chef's kiss. Uh, great. Oh, so funny. And Steve, you were right. Richie Rich and Party Doctor totally dated. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
Which feels like a very, that it feels like she shouldn't be his doctor. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like it, she said it was, what, 13 years, three months or something like yeah. that ago. <laughs> she's definitely counting. Yeah, that's she's creepy. counting. Yeah. She's definitely counting, which, yeah, it's not appropriate. Mm. It's not appropriate. And they also didn't say how long they dated for, because I do think that that's relevant. Well, they dated long well. enough for Italy mom to pay her off, right? Because that's what we think happened. Oh, right, right, right. She has expensive. Oh, stuff. yeah. Yeah. Mm, maybe I wonder why that. I wonder why she got paid off. Yeah, she so was she's going to be a doctor. Yeah, she's in med school. Well, maybe they wanted like a traditional like stay-at-home mom for her. Maybe that's like what Ida yeah. wants. Mm. Or maybe that maybe maybe party doctor isn't from like a, a, a family that is high enough status or something like that. I, I think Italy probably would have problems with her always partying. Mm. Oh. She she wants a subservient uh, daughter-in-law, yes. which is really quite something considering that it always looks like Italy mom is also about to go partying, but just like in the 1930s, <laughs> yeah, exactly. like a tea party. She looks like she's always on her way to a tea party. <laughs> Yeah. Totally. Some sort of great Gatsby thing. But socialization, yeah. you know? Yeah, it's good for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, so at that moment, Grunge Princess runs into Richie Rich's house and like immediately hugs him. She's so happy to see him, but he doesn't remember her. But- and I also want to know, how did she pay for this cab? Because mm-hmm. she left the hospital. She didn't bring her handbag or anything. How'd she pay for the cab? She didn't even she's- change. She's in her scrubs. Yeah. She- she she's just like truly like PJs, yep. she woke up she ripped off the one finger pulse thing she's and like then don't she need this like, anymore now she that was I'm like eh, bye bye and then she like sprinted out got a taxi and then didn't have any money probably Wait. she could do what John Mayer couldn't do mm. get a freebie oh. yeah oh man she's better at it she was very demanding she was like faster go now to the yeah. cab driver maybe that's what mm. you need well, he but oh, but Richie Rich does remember the name Gil Raim mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. knows he has to find her, but doesn't know who she is. Mm-hmm. But, so John Mayer and Party Doctor leave because they're like, he, she's the best way for him to get or she's the best hope for him to get his memory back. Wait, wait, can I can I interrupt for a second? Yes. I do want to point out, I think this is a very important detail, at least in my mind, which is that before she before Party Doctor dips out. She reassures us or everyone that it's just a temporary like memory loss. Mm-hmm. It's just temporary. Mm. And this is what I di- also didn't want to get ahead of myself about earlier when I was harping on Party Doctor because I was like when they were in the hospital, I was like, why aren't you doing more? But here she's very soothing and understanding of what Richie is going through. And I think she's doing a really lovely job of consoling everybody around him who loves him, cares about him and is worried for him that she's just like, hey, this is completely normal. Like, we're not going to worry about it. We're not going to get ahead of ourselves Mm -hmm. and get upset about it because this is something that can happen. And at some point she said it's because he has like a very high consciousness or something like that, that he is going through this and i was i was like wow i i really trust you party doctor yeah <laughs> mm, but this also reveals that this whole scene reveals that uh richie rich's mental state is uh when he was 21 years old yes so we're dealing with a 21 year old richie in a 34 something 30 yeah. something year old body 
Mm-hmm. This is the, the moment. 24, 32, 24, or whatever. The yeah. measurement, Richie. Horrible. Yes. Yes. Good callback. Yeah. Mm. Which he's, because he's such a dick to her. Uh, and Grunge Princess, like, introduces herself. She's like, actually, so sorry, we're in love. Uh, yeah. Richie Rich doesn't believe him, and she calls him an asshole, which I think is so funny. At least that's what the subtitles said. Uh, and I was like, yeah. yes. But she forgives him because she's just so happy he's alive. So meanwhile, yep. Richie Rich is still in his tracksuit. He be- he has begun imagining Grunge Princess walking with him as he did in the beginning, the first few episodes. Oh, okay. And he is um he he's just like struck that he can't stop thinking about her. Um And here we go again. I know it. It does feel like we like came so far along the narrative, and then they just plopped us right back in the beginning. It's like, why did oh we do all that gosh. legwork? Why? Yeah. Well, in the writers' minds, they're thinking this is the poetic part about it. We're back in the beginning mm-hmm. in certain ways. Maybe for me, I'm like, let's get to the <laughs> end, shall yeah. we? Yeah. Well, Grunge Princess is back at the hospital with Ah Young. They're like doing the last little hospital business. Ah Young is feeding, giving her lunch or whatever, hospital lunch. Um, and Grunge Princess is kind of being mean to Ah Young, I thought. Like she's like teasing her and stuff. Yeah, I felt like for the rest of the episode, Grunge was being uncharacteristically mean. Yeah. Like she was almost like being Richie in Grunge's body. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. which she's not right now. But I, because even when she's interacting with Richie, I was like, "You're kind of being nasty." Like, it's a little bit manipulative in a creepy way. It's like, oh, hmm. He's like, she's like, kind of taking advantage of a guy who's going through like some memory loss. Yes, <laughs> yeah, like, like, which is like, not okay. <laughs> yeah, well, because uh, so Richie Rich interrupts Ah Young and um and Grunge Princess and brings in a very fancy lunch. Complete mm-hmm. with candles, which Grunge Princess immediately puts out, and Richie Rich is appalled. Um, I think Grunge Princess is just nagging him now. It's like I don't need your candles, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it's very uncharacteristic. It is. And Richie Rich negs her back. He says he wants to figure out what his standards were that he would date her. Like really awful, <laughs> mean stuff. But it seemed that seems in character yes. for him, especially him as a younger person. Yes. Whereas for grunge, it's like very strange, especially considering like in the rest of this episode, they were so in love with each other. And I found it very sweet, like to back up to get behind myself, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Like when they were when when um they were both sleeping in the hospital, like uh and and Grunge's body with Richie in Richie the soul and Grunge's body was laying there and Grunge the soul and Richie's body was like le- like uh like holding his hand and like you know with with holding Grunge the body's hand with Richie's the body's head resting on Grunge the body's stomach. It was <laughs> like I thought that was a, I thought it was a really sweet moment but the, and, and I did find it I was like oh, it's really weird that they're like so lovey-dovey now considering they haven't been the entire other sounding of Yeah. But, the, the the phrase you dance with the devil, the devil don't change, the devil changes you comes to mind. Yeah, mm. it almost feels like now that she has power, she's using it to hoard it over Richie like he did to her. Because she has oh, her no. memories, you know? And she's danced <laughs> with the prince of neggings for so mm. long that 
she's now absorbed those like kind of like or they've they've evolved through negging in a way it's like that's part of their relationship and how they poke and tease and and show each other affection in their own way yes yeah well Grunge Princess, you know, Richie Rich is like very much interrogating Grunge Princess about their relationship. And Grunge Princess explains that he likes her because she used to hit him. Um, and he can't stop thinking about her because he loves her. And then she tells him that she's going to be discharged tomorrow. And she tells him that to give him a reason to come see her. And he's very like frustrated. And she's like delighted that he's frustrated. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... Later, I guess, Grunge Princess returns to action school. They have a celebration for her return, which I thought a was A celebration crazy. for Hottie's haircut. Oh, hello. It looks hello. great. Good job. <laughs> it's very odd that it seems that he got a haircut in the middle of the episode. Well, I mean, he was very, I bet he was very, like, stressed out. And then, like, Grunge Princess woke up, you know, and then he's like, well, I guess I'm not needed here. I guess I'll have a self-care Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> and good for him, yeah. you know, self-care Sunday. Very important. Yeah. But and you know honestly he looks great so good on him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he gives Grunge Princess a like a welcome back hug and Richie Rich comes out of nowhere and like yells at Hottie and accuses Grunge Princess of like double timing him or whatever, two timing him and everyone's very confused. Mhm. Understandably. And someone's wearing a rainbow wig, like a clown wig. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. What? I, like- I didn't see that. Yeah, it's funny because they're all wearing like like uh not decorations. Um uh like party hats and stuff like that. They're all wearing, you know, I can't think of the word right now. I want to keep wanting to say decorations. Um and then somebody's just wearing like a clown wig, very randomly. Yeah, good yeah, it's, for them. It's like they hired like uh, one of those like Instagram photo booth uh stations Oh yeah, like everyone with just props. picks a prop. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He got the clown hat. Here. He's like, guys, I wanted the glasses. Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, no. Yeah. No, you wear that one. Well, so Richie Rich pulls Grunge Princess aside, says he followed her, and then he instinctively knows to move his leg before Grunge Princess kicks him, which means his body remembers her. His mm-hmm. like instincts are still there. And mm-hmm. Grunge Princess ends up hugging him and she's like grateful that he followed her. Fine. I mean, whatever. It's fine. I won't get into it. <laughs> it bothers me, but whatever. I won't tell you why Ugh. I like the writers of Secret Garden. You'll have to guess. Mm. Ooh. Oh. Mm. Wow. wow. Turning turning back around on mm-hmm. them. I know that we have a lot of listeners who are also writers on Secret Garden. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Well, meanwhile, Grunge Princess has gone back to Italy, who is pissed once again. Oh, boy. Here we go. Yeah. I would be, too, at this point. Right. Well, Grunge Princess says she won't let go of Richie Rich and she's not afraid of Italy anymore. And she does think that the memories will come back. So asks for her permission, which I just think is a waste of time. But I guess she asks for him. Yeah. Um, Meanwhile, Secretary Kim comes to Grunge Princess's apartment to bring Grunge Princess to Richie Rich's house, as was requested by Richie Rich. Um... And Richie wants her to move in so he can figure out why he likes her, which, of course, we have seen happen. And Grunge Princess knows this has happened before. And then Richie Rich asks her if they kissed like this and then leans in and almost kisses her. The end. Yeah, which to me is like such an anticlimactic ending because we've seen them kiss. So like this is not surprising. 
Yeah, it's it 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 feels like what I think the writers are intending to be a lot of callbacks. It's now just starting to feel like recycling. Yes, because like the the living together, right? That already happened, and like the kissing. That's already you know. I'm like, okay. I mean, there's so much happened in this episode. It, it's kind of like they they had to uh they they felt the need to sprinkle some more seeds because we have a two. Two full hours left of this of this series, um, episodes but nineteen see, and twenty. You, Steve, you said that. Or maybe Kathy, you said somebody said though that the last episode is just kind of like a mm. like a a, a summary throwaway. or yeah. yeah. I, my guess is that um, as this has been done, not always, but sometimes uh, to some frequency before, it's like the last episode is kind of more like the epilogue, and not so much. The finale, mm. yeah. Um, usually, like the the penultimate episode, I think is kind of like where the the climactic stuff like gets resolved, and then um, maybe and that bleeds over a little bit into the final episode. But um, I'm, you know, at this point, whatever I thought I knew goes out the window. True. So that would mean that next episode is the episode where they wrap up all of these loose ends that they created not thirty minutes ago. Ay ay ay. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I don't see that happening. But there's a lot Pacing. of things I don't see happening in Secret Garden. Watch the and do we even see a Secret right. Garden? Oh, you know what? While Blazers and John Mayer were having their inconsequential beer talk, and I was distracted by the the, the beer can labels popping off the cans, um, a thought crossed my mind that I don't know why I thought this. Maybe I'm just so desperate to understand <laughs> where or what the secret garden is. I, I thought maybe the secret garden <gasps> is just the people. It's a, the people are the garden. And the secret is about who knows about the body switching phenomenon. So the secret garden is all about the people who know about the body switching. Is that is that, is that too much of a stretch? <laughs> I think you've given up all you can, I've, Steve. Yeah, Steve. <laughs> I've given up all the threads of my sanity. <laughs> perhaps. Yeah. At this point. <sighs> I think you've been extremely generous. Yeah. Way too generous, in my opinion, because me and Kathy are over here. We still got all of our stuff. Yeah. We got all of our hair still. You know, we're not giving them anything. That's why I'm wearing this hat every week. I can't. <laughs> There's nothing left. To... Oh, man. It's it's uh in the middle of watching It's Okay to Not Be Okay compared to how tightly written and well done and, and smooth and interesting it, it's done. It's, it's man, comparing it to a drama exactly 10 years ago, whew, night and day. You're really selling me yeah. on on it's okay to not be okay though. But we cannot really sell me on that one. Oh man, it's it's so just delicioso. Wow, wow. some Italy. Magnifico. <laughs> Italy. <laughs> yes. Wow. Oh. And here we've come full circle mm -hmm. yet. Can we say the same for Secret Garden? I don't mm -hmm. think so. At this point it's like just I, I want to flip to the back of the textbook and look up the answer like Yeah. Secret Garden. What is it? A. Yeah. You know. But that was the end of episode 18. We always end on such a like, 
Okay. I mean, deep sighs. Exasperated. Yeah. At this point, it's like we're we're at the end of a marathon. It's like we can see the finish line. Mm-hmm. It's so close. We're so we're almost close. There. It's gonna end one way or another. Yep. Oh man. Any any other thoughts? <laughs> no, I've already given all of my thoughts yeah. plus extra thoughts. Uh, Secret Garden writers. So yeah, I do find it funny that we kind of talk longer than the episode sometimes actually are. Yes. Yeah. Well, there's so much to unpack. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we're trying, we're still like diligently keeping tabs on like Champagne Frank when we all know damn well that we're never going to see right. that man again. Or the Christmas no. uh, sale, even though Christmas has long since passed. Christmas no. has long since passed. And did it rain or it didn't rain? And that still makes me mad because the rain is such an important part of yeah. the show. Right. Like that could, oh. Uh. What a missed opportunity. Oh, man. Ugh. You have two more strikes left. Two more episodes. Korean drama. Korean Truly, drama. we're we're Super like the kinds of parents that are like, I'm gonna count to three, and then we count to like nine thousand. Yeah, we do two yeah. and a half, two yeah. and three quarters. Fast two and hours five later. eighths. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Two and seven tenths. Oh man, I'm not good at fractions. Can't do that stuff. It's all right. Those are all the ones I know. Yeah. Well, it's been a journey. Wait, what am I saying? What am I saying? I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm getting ahead of myself. No, 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 no. Next week, episode 19, penultimate episode (laughs) of The Secret Garden. No, I think it's just called Secret Garden. Yes. Thank you so much for sticking with us. Until next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to the Korean Drama Podcast. Our producer is Marvin Yue, and our executive producers are Will Choi, Bill Yu, and Joanna Lee. Follow the Korean Drama Podcast on Twitter at Korean Drama Pod, and if you haven't, give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. The Korean Drama Podcast is part of the Potluck Podcast Collective, a collective of Asian American hosted podcasts featuring unique voices and stories from the Asian diaspora. Learn more about Potluck and our fellow Potluck podcasts at podcastpotluck.com. Hi, I'm Marvin. And I'm Rira. We're the host of Books and Boba, a book club and podcast dedicated to books by Asian and Asian American authors. Every month we pick a book by an Asian author to read and discuss on the show. We read a wide variety of genres from contemporary to historical fiction, fantasy to memoirs, and crime thrillers to romance. Some of our past book club picks are Pachinko by Min Jin Lee, Sorcerer to the Crown by Zen Cho, and Devotion of Suspect X by Keigo Higashino. We also go over what's new in the Asian American literary world and chat with some talented Asian authors about their work. So whether you want to start reading for fun again or diversify your TBR list, we got your Asian literature cravings covered. For more info, check out our website at booksandboba.com. You can listen to us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and wherever you find your podcasts. Part of the Potluck Podcast Collective.